Hello and welcome to Two Old Guys on the Back Porch. I am Steve Scotch. And we have the lovely and talented cat that's C A T burning up the dance floor cat. What's going on? Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your premier podcast platforms. Uh, we got two shout-outs today. One is Peoria, Illinois, major port there on the Illinois River. Peoria's trading and shipping center of a large agricultural area that produces corn, soybeans, and livestock. Our other town we're going to shout out is Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Second most populous city there in Canada. It's founded in 1642. Uh, Ville-Marie is City of Mary. Anyway, uh, also, since it is in Montreal, Merci de votre attention. Giving y'all a big cheer. All right. Slowest button in the world. Alcohol is always present on the back porch. And not to get technical, but according to chemistry, alcohol is a solution. And the solution to I what? have today, a solution like a liquid. Oh. I pass chemistry, barely. The solution I have today is the Long Island iced tea, going back to one of my first loves. It only takes a couple, and they are damn good, and I'm damn good at making them. Kat, what you got? Uh, when this podcast comes out, uh, it'll be the Thursday before uh, Oaks Day there in the Kentucky Derby, and I'm drinking a Kentucky Oats Lily. Uh, we've already taken a beating from Keeneland, so hopefully this day will be changing our luck. Time to bet some money on some horses running in a circle. All right, today's topic, uh, we, we came up with this because the local news it just kept talking about people stealing shit. And it, it just seems like it's gotten completely out of control. Of course, watching the news these days, it, it's pretty bad for your mental health anyway. So I'll just cut on, cut the news on just to see, you know, if it's going to rain or not. But what I kept seeing was, Stealing, stealing, stealing. Is there something we can do to fix this? I mean, what is going on? How does somebody get it in their in their feeble little brain to go out there and take something that's not there, not theirs? I, I I don't. How do you how do you get to that point? When a thief gets arrested, do they ever bring him in and let a psychologists try to pick these people's brains and try to find out why he thinks it's okay to steal other people's stuff. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, we've really evolved as a nation over the past 60 years in uh, not making strides in education not making strides in race relations and not making strides in our political views. But we have evolved as a nation in finding new and better ways to steal shit. Now, believe it or not, 
shoplifting became a big thing in the 1960s. And who were the main ones doing it? Women. That's right. Back in the 60s, women toted these big-ass pocketbooks. I know some of you call them purses. But these pocketbooks these ladies toted, am I right, Kat? You could put the head of a cow in these things. That's how big they were. So they did throw that thing over their shoulder and just walk down the aisle and just load her up and out the door. Well, I mean, you know, back then they didn't have the cameras, so you would have to depend on, like, you know. No cameras. Department security, you, you know. Security. Hotel dick or what? That's why know. everybody was stealing and nobody got caught. Now, one thing keeps popping up around here is these catalytic converter assholes. Okay, there was one story where they ripped the one off of the hot dog mobile. Okay, (laughs) now is nothing sacred. Okay, a big, ugly vehicle shaped like a wiener. That thing got picked. I mean, and it was in Vegas. (laughs) Of course it was in Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Somebody cut the catalytic converter off of the fucking wiener mobile. I, I mean, I don't know. There was a story that a bunch of catalytic converters were getting picked around here. And shoot, they took one from the parking ride right there beside the 64. Well, what they what these dudes do is like they'll pick an area and just sweep it, right? Right. And then move on to the next. It, there's some kind of precious metal in the converter. It's platinum or palladium or something. I I don't know. But all they need is this little, I don't want to tell you how to do it, but all you need is this little sawzall. It's a little battery-powered saw. You just crawl up under the vehicle. It only takes a couple minutes. Don't mean to tell you how to do it. And you got that thing and you're off to the junkyard. Where I didn't know it, they can get anywhere from like 200 to 800 bucks for one of these things. And nobody's asking questions? Well... Scrap metal guy, see, he needs to get his shit together and quit paying out, right? Well, I mean, you know, the other problem is copper pipe. People build a house and there's no door on the house yet. The guys will just come in and, you know, collect all that copper pipe. That is an issue, too. Now, the catalytic converter, they're telling everybody to crawl up under your vehicle and, and spray paint it. So... When these losers come and yank it off and take it over to the junkyard, junk guy is supposed to reject it if it has paint on it. I, I don't know if that's going down. Now, I know we've talked about these special a-holes before, the porch pirates. Okay, now everybody's clicking the mouse, buying something they don't need from Amazon. There's the box on the doorstep. And then... Here comes loser to steal it. Again, how does somebody somebody wake up in the morning and go, hmm, what am I going to do today? I think I'll walk up on other people's porches and steal their internet purchases. And it's a gamble. I mean, you can have adult diapers in there. I hope that's what they got. I mean, is it an addiction? A poor upbringing. I mean, they got away with stealing shit before, so they just keep doing it again. I mean, 
so when these losers come up with new ways to steal shit, we have to come up with new ways to stop it. Now, in 2013, 10 years ago, Jamie Siminoff created one of the smart doorbells, and it hit the market. Now, how, how smart was this guy, right? I know a few people that have the doorbell that has a video cam in it. Right. Like the ring-a-ding-ding-dong. I mean, it's kind of sad, right, that it came to that point that <laughs> everyone should get one. But really, great for Jamie Smirnoff, who sold his company to Amazon for $1 billion. That's a billionaire. Yes. How smart was that dude? Now, some co-workers and I were standing by our vehicle, vehicles just chatting it up after we had lunch at a restaurant in this big strip mall out here. And we noticed two guys and a female. They were like walking between the vehicles with their heads kind of going back and forth. What were they doing? They were looking at people's cars. We said it was broad daylight. We watched them just going up and down cars, just looking to, to see if they could yak something. Well, I mean, they had a big thing over there at the park we used to take the kids at, Deep Run Park. They were, people were breaking into cars over there. They were just breaking the glass and taking what's in, out. I mean, it, having it, a it, nice day at the park, and that's what happens to you. It's gotten completely out of control. I, I'm telling you, I mean, this is broad daylight, and they're just trolling through. And, you know, out here, everybody likes to pretend like they're better than everybody on the other side of town. It doesn't matter now. No, there's no. no boundaries. They had a whole days. last week. They said there was a whole group of people from South Africa trying to get into the millionaire houses out there in Goochland off of River Road. I mean, right. I mean, I don't know if they Murph the Surfs in that group or whatever, and a bunch of brain trusts. But you know, everybody can get ripped off. I mean, I think I told this story a couple podcasts podcasts ago about my mom's friend getting her wallet and phone stolen at a local grocery store. You know, my mom's neighbor is in her 70s, and she got targeted by two trolls where one distracted her with the conversation while the other one was yanking stuff out of her pocketbook. I mean, isn't that creepy to know that there's people that are like walking amongst, amongst us who are just trolling around looking for the next victim? It's a little scary. Now, here's another scumbag. The one sitting in front of their personal laptops in their underwear trying to steal your identity, okay? Now, these thieves are stealing and they don't even have to leave the house, right? They get your personal information, use it, take your money, open credit accounts, credit card accounts, you know, this type of stealing really amped up a couple of years ago with internet thieves stealing people's identity uh, and, and turning in coronavirus claims. Oh, yeah. It, it, I mean, completely insane to receive unemployment insurance benefits. Hell, there was a real estate house flipper loser right out here. The office is like three miles from where we're sitting. 
And he ran this scan with the scan with the uh, what is the Paycheck Protection Program? Right. He was saying he employed all these people that you couldn't fit thirty people in that office. Dude ripped like I think it was a million bucks. Right. He's and, doing time now, ain't he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, they say over five million people a year have their identity stolen. Now. How about people who work in a bank or a quickie mart? Now, that's two places of business where you could get robbed at any freaking moment. And it's freaking rampant out here. I mean, the coronavirus really screwed the banks. You know, before the pandemic, if somebody walked into a bank with a mask on, everybody knew it was a stick up, right? Well, now some people, you know, are still wearing masks. And so it's not that unusual until the dude with the mask walks up to the teller with a note saying, I've got a gun. Give me all your money. I don't know. The quickie marts around this city of Richmond. It's ones in Arresterfield, Richmond. They're con- Am I wrong, Kat? They are constantly, constantly. getting hammered. I mean, can you imagine? And of course, as the story goes, the local, either John Perquette or or someone else who does the local crime scene, will go there and interview people who were customers of, you know, said Quickie Martin. You know, they will sit there and tell you, oh, he was the nicest man. You know, he was, you know, he gave the kids candy and stuff. I mean, and then, you know, this troll comes in and snuffs his life out. I can't imagine. People are trying to work. They got bills to pay. You're trying to work in the quickie mart. How paranoid can you become, right? I know. It's I like mean... every customer starts to look suspicious. You know, I I don't know how they do it. Um, here's the other thing. People don't deal in cash anymore. Yeah. Right? So what are you getting when you go in there? Give me all your money. What do they got? Like three ones, a five, and two tens in there? I mean, give me... Again, I, I turn the news on, and it's story after story of this got robbed, that got robbed. A couple of weeks ago, these three dudes backed a box truck up to a motorcycle dealer, broke the glass door, and rolled the crotch rockets right out of the motorcycle shop, right into the back of the box truck, and away they went. All of it was on video. They showed the whole thing. And, and guess what? The box truck they, re, they were using, that was stolen. I always say, if you're going to do something wrong, do it right. I mean, maybe we need to get back to the Bible. I think it was like the Eighth Commandment. Thy shall not steal. So come on, people. All right. Let's find something else to do. I I just, I don't want to see it anymore. All right, Cap, let's roll right into one tough son of a bitch. Ooh, it's Ludwig von Beethoven. Ludwig, my love. I said Ludwig. Me and him are boys. So we all, all the fellas called him Ludwig. Born in 1770. Also known as Luddy. 
from Bonn, Germany, or is it pronounced a different way? Bonn's fine. <laughs> I liked his hairstyle, you know. He looked like a rock star before rock music. Yeah, no they, rock. They used to seven. call because he had like dark hair and dark skin. They would call him the Spaniard. Wow, his father pushed him right as a youngster, right? And he had musical talent like right from the get. Well, the dad didn't have musical talent. He tried to. He was kind of an alcoholic, and I think that's kind of maybe why he pushed him. Oh, okay. I can't do it, but my son can. Right. I mean, he he got in front of people when he was six. Well, here's the thing is, that was a big fib. He was really seven. His dad told Whoa, everybody he sorry. was six. <laughs> First big fib. All right. Composer, pianist. One of the most admired composers in the history of music. Beethoven's work are... They're the most performed classical music ever. I mean, his one of his songs is the theme for the EU. Wow. I mean, his stuff, it had melodies, texture. Right. He, he kind of changed his style as he got older. Um, he was all, good at improvising also. All it, That set him apart from everybody else. Right. Wasn't really good with finances, though. That... Yeah, who cares? I can Party make... like a rock star. Dude was a rock star, 1700s man. As some of you might know or might not know, Beethoven did most of his amazing composing, and he his hearing was horrible. Right, he, had, he was deaf towards the end. Yeah. I mean, he noticed it around, like, age 30. Right. And by 42, his, his hearing was like gonzo. Side note, Ludwig van Beethoven never married but was known to frequent prostitutes. You didn't hear it from me. He had a very romantic side. Oh, he did. Imagine music is your life and your hearing is slipping away. But he kept going. Yeah. That's so awesome. And that makes Van Beethoven. What's his first name? Ludwig. One tough son of a bitch. We were watching, and we watched uh, Pretty Baby, the Brooke Shields documentary, two part, there on Hulu, and it was very Brooke good. Shields, it was good. It was, it was. You you remember? She was like on every cover back in the eighties, everything, and it starts. You know, her mother started her modeling and doing ads and stuff at eleven months old. I mean, just a babe. Anyways, it. It kind of looks about how Brooke, as she approached her childhood and modeling and then later in their teens, they kind of overly sexualized her. You know, she was in... I was aroused. (laughs) She was in the infamous movie Pretty Baby, and then later on they did Blue Lagoon, which... Blue Lagoon rocked. (laughs) And then later, one of my favorites back, when I could watch an R-rated movie was uh, Endless Love. Anyway, it kind of goes through her going to Princeton and, you know, eventually, you know, she marries Andre Agassi. And it kind of, she never was a self-actualized person. Her mother was a notorious alcoholic and was constantly pushing her in a lot of the interviews she was doing. Cherry was always sitting beside her trying to feed her answers. 
You know, there was even a case where her there were nudes taken of her when she was 10 years old and trying to sell them to Playboy. I mean, anyway. Mom was a tool. Mom was a tool. Uh, she didn't but really she think. she made them money. She put she money paid in the money, bank. You know, she and who was the other one? Drew Barrymore talked about how their mothers basically put them up because they didn't really have any money at all. So anyway, it's very good to look at what happened to her then and then her later life she found a great guy and had kids and she it had, all worked out it all worked she had some postpartum depression which i can relate she's to. she's still a lovely lady selling Very lovely. furniture or something so anyway if you want to catch it you know it's on hulu to parter not much you know time you have to spend with it i highly recommend it all right we have a bit of sad news today This is going to be the last cocktail of the week. Under serious protest. We brought you over 50 cocktails over the last year and a half, and now it's time to move on. Some things get stale. We hope you tried some of them. Kat worked her butt off. She has a very pretty butt. Bringing you all (laughs) these drinks. I I know I discovered a few drinks that I had never tried before, and they're in my rotation. And you actually like. So we want to thank you, Kat. Thank you, Kat, for all your hard work on Cocktail of the Week. They were jamming. This is the last one. But I'll still bring you my special drink every week, just so it's something new, some new stuff, too. Okay. We'll see. The last Cocktail of the Week is going to be the El Presidente. And we would like to... uh, We would like to send this drink out to the uh, president we have now and to the president that is not the president anymore. All right. This drink, the El Presidente, of course, hails from Cuba. Cuba, created in the 1900s. Very easy to make. And it's it's a classy-looking cocktail. a lot of people would like, back in the Prohibition age, would go to Cuba rock in cuba you know and of course they can't have drinks because it's prohibition so they'll try a brand new drink and this is one of the ones they try let's do it it's very easy fill your mixing glass with ice add a shot of rum a half shot of dry vermouth a half shot of orange curacao yes and two dashes of grenadine the grenadine just gives it some color Stir for 30 seconds, not a second more or a second less. 30 seconds. Pour into a chilled cocktail glass. Rum, vermouth, orange stuff, grenadine. Bam! You got the El Presidente. Very good way to go out. Again, we want to thank Kat for all the cocktails we got to try out here on the back porch. Some were shitty and some were very good. All right. Today we were bumpered in with a band we've been jamming on for years, Paramore. Formed in 2004 from Franklin, Tennessee. Yeehaw. Haley Williams, Taylor York. What if they got an accent? Zach Farrow. I'm a sucker for the female-fronted power pop bands. And with Paramore, I would leave out the pop and just go for the power. So many good songs, Ain't It Fun, Decode, Daydreaming's a kick-ass song, Brick by Burning Brick, love that song. Um, Paramore, they stayed on the map uh, for a pretty good 
run now. Uh, terrific live shows. That's what they're known for. And uh, they've been through here a couple times. Haley Williams gives it all she's got on stage. And I hope Paramore keeps bringing Paramore. I believe they have a Grammy, okay, on the mantle above the fireplace. So check out Paramore live or wherever you get your tunes. We always want to thank everybody for hanging out on the back porch. And we will see y'all down the road. See ya.